Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L. And I'm Hannah D. And we're your host. This podcast is a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach our booking team by texting this number, 919-675-1058, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash the Anon podcast, T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to fellowship with other guests and listeners. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with step work, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as an additional resource towards our collective growth as addicts in recovery. This podcast does not represent NA and is not affiliated with NA as a whole. We are simply addicts who are seeking the message of recovery by discussing NA literature together. Nothing more and for sure nothing less. We are grateful to be of service and to give back to our fellowship by helping facilitate this podcast. Now let's get started. Hi, I'm Rusty and I'm an addict. Just for today... March 21st, a treatable illness. Addiction is a disease that involves more than the use of drugs. Basic text, page 3. At our first meeting, we may have been taken aback at the way members shared about how the disease of addiction had affected their lives. We thought to ourselves, disease? I've just got a drug problem. What in the world are they talking about? After some time in the program, we began to see that our addiction ran deeper than our obsessive-compulsive drug use. We saw that we suffered from a chronic illness that affected many areas of our lives. We didn't know where we'd caught this disease, but in examining ourselves, we realized that it had been present in us for many years. Just as the disease of addiction affects every area of our lives, so does the NA program. We attend our first meeting with all the symptoms present, the spiritual void, the emotional agony, the powerlessness, the unmanageability. Treating our illness involves much more than mere abstinence. We use the 12 steps and though they don't cure our illness, they do begin to heal us. And as we recover, we experience the gift of life. Just for today, I will treat my illness with the 12 steps. Hey, welcome everybody. We had a uh, an issue with a guest um, for today, so I'm going to go ahead and speak on this. Uh, this just for today. I'm really excited about it too. You know, I really believe like the higher power works things out, and you know, and the message that needs to be carried is going to be carried. And and that's the cool thing about um, you know, kind of walking out this uh, surrendered way of life. You know, I don't need to manipulate manipulate outcomes. And so, look, with this, we're looking at addiction as as a disease that involves much more than a use of drugs. And if we break the reading down into into a few parts, we see that the first thing is, look, um, this disease, you know, it involves much more than than the use of drugs. So, which implies it's like, okay, hey, um, if it was only a drug problem, right? If we only had a drug problem, if that if that was it, then the only solution is abstinence, right? Like, hey, man, I got a drug problem. Well, don't get high. All right, then I'm good. But it goes a lot deeper than that. You know, it, it it's deeper than just that obsessive and compulsive drug use. And, and we can start to see, you know, how it affects about every area, right? Every area of our life. And, and that, I appreciate the reading going on to talk about this, like that spiritual void, emotional agony, powerlessness and unmanageability. And those are like neon blinkers. 
right? Getting clean and even seasons of recovery now, you know, they can be neon blinkers of like, hey, look, man, you know, I have this void. Chapter seven clearly states we try to fill that void with food, sex and money. Right. Am I in emotional agony? If I am, I need to take a step back and kind of look at like, what, what are my actions? You know, yesterday or my actions this past week, this past month. How about this? If, if, if we're really transparent, what, what, what's my behaviors? What's my thoughts and behaviors been the past few months, the past year, maybe the past few years? Right. And then we look at this powerlessness and unmanage, unmanageability piece. That's the examination of the evidence, you know. That's a step one, being active in our life. But but look, check this out. So if we break this reading down, we didn't know where we'd caught the disease, you know, and, and stuff like that. But we know that it's been present in us for many years. I was on a panel not too long ago, and I was speaking about the nature of recovery. And, and the person before me was speaking about the nature of of the disease. And, and um, they had a really cool presentation. Their perspective was like, we have this, we have this um, genetic disposition for our tolerance and once we you know use above our tolerance our genetic code clicks over and and that's when you know that's when we become addicts and and i don't know you know that it sounded really cool it's you know probably bits of facts in there i i don't know but there one thing i think about whenever i hear debates on you know when do we become addicts you know we're born with it is something that you know um using drugs for an extended period of time that's what happens it's you know basic text is really clear it's like hey it's it's our reaction the diagnosis of it is our reaction to to use you know we we have a reaction when we use and uh so you know so with that i'm reminded of a of a saying that that the recovery community in china says a lot um so shout out to the folks listening from from china but they say look when you when you wake up to find yourself on the back of a tiger don't be concerned with how you got there. <laughs> and it makes sense, you know, it, 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 it makes sense. Like if I find myself, you know, um, as an addict, you know, it might not be, it might not be in my best interest to put a lot of time and effort into, you know, was I born with it? You know, what happened? Did I catch it? You know, <laughs> it, it, you know, one thing that's kind of funny, man, is like, you know, I don't know if addiction is, is, uh, I doubt addiction is sexually transmitted and recovery definitely isn't, you know, and, and so, but anyways, if we, if we jump into this, man, it talks about this, right? Um, the disease of addiction affects every area of our lives. So does the NA program and that's powerful, you know, so if you're highlighting this or underlining this, you know, really unpack that NA affects every area of our life and that's beautiful, man. It really is. It's beautiful. And so, so what do we do? Well, we treat our illness much more than mere abstinence. It goes on to say we experience the gift of life, but we treat it with abstinence and 12 step work. And that's how we approach that. And, and so with that, we start to unpack this, this, this treatable illness that we have. And it's like, it's a journey through step work. And if I take a step back and I kind of look at, well, what, what does the journey through step work? You know, what, what's, what's the product of that? You know, what's the big picture? What's the goal? I don't want to be on this boat in an ocean and not know, you know, am I just floating around type of deal? You know, if I'm working these steps in order, which is what I hear a lot, you know, and, and if, if I'm on this surrender piece and all this stuff, you know, so, so what's the main goal? And, and, um, and so there's a couple of things. Number one is like, like the expectation piece, right? The expectation is, is like, we get to work these steps 
with the expectation that we're going to work. We're going to take somebody else through working the steps. All right. That, that, so that, so that's one. And then the second one is we look at the damage that we're causing and the pain that we're causing ourselves, other people and static that we, that we create between our communication with, with the higher power. Those three things, pain I cause myself, pain I cause you, and the static that I create in that communication with the higher power. Those three things right there, that we lessen those impacts in our, in our life. We lessen those. And then the result's freedom, right? Like with freedom of self, freedom of that spiritual, that, the, the spiritual we pain, the spiritual pain that, that, that I feel is my total self-centeredness. I cannot stop consuming I cannot stop thinking about myself, serving myself at the expense of myself and at the expense of you. And so we get relief from that. And I think that's important for us to talk about. It's like, hey, so, you know, so we, so we hear this, like, hey, man, we experience freedom, but, but, but freedom of what? Obsessive and compulsive use of drugs for sure. We clearly states, look, man, like, it, like, like just not using it. it that's not the answer for us. It's 12 step work with the not using the abstinence and 12 step work, right? That continue freedom piece, that continue search for freedom. You know, that's the goal here. And so, you know, so with that being the backdrop, it's like, so how do we unpack that? You know, what does that journey look like for me? So we start breaking it down with, with abstinence and then 12 step work. This is step one examination of the evidence. Where am I powerless? Where, where has powerlessness shown in my life? And put pen to paper on that, right? If we walk through the 12 steps with that, and, and that's cool. We, we know that like the flat book has, what is it, 69 questions on that. There's other approaches, you know. Um, there's an approach where you write a paragraph, right? That's what, that's what me and my guys do, write a paragraph. The first part of step one, where's powerlessness shown in my life right now? And then the second part of step one is the unmanageability piece. As a result of my powerlessness, what are some things that I've lost? I've given away. I've never been able to acquire. Where's the dereliction shown in my life? As a result of my powerlessness, that's how unman unmanageability is, is present. So we see the insanity of our life in step one very clear. Yeah, as we move into step two, now we write a paragraph. The first part of step two is this paragraph that says, hey, look, this is what a sane life looks like for me. This is sanity. I wake up without being obsessed to use. I'm not stealing today. I'm going to a meeting. I'm reaching out. I'm trying to be of service. You know, whatever those action items look like of what a sane life is. And we write that down because it doesn't do us any good to say, hey, look, you know what? I believe this this loving this loving power, right? I'm told to, to have this loving, kind, caring power that's greater than myself restore me to sanity or create sanity. You know, if that word restore, you know, messes with us a little bit. If I don't know what the hell sanity looks like, right? So that first part of step two is well, what does sanity look like in our life today? What what could it be? And then the second part is to ask ourselves this question: You know, do I believe that a loving power? that's greater than myself can architect this in my life. So now what we've done in these first two steps, we, we, we've examined the evidence and we saw this insanity in step one. And now in step two, we see what sanity looks like. And, and then we ask ourselves, do, do I believe that this is possible? 
is there a power greater than myself that can architect this? And then as we roll into step three, you know, we make this decision to say, hey, my will and my life. So then we unpack that a little bit. You know, my will and my life, you know, I'm going to turn this over right to, to this to this power. But what is my will in my life? You know, that's a question I need to ask myself. What's my will in my life? And very simply for me, it's my thoughts and my actions. And so, so, I, so I write out a third step prayer that's personal to me. You know, today, today, these are my thoughts and these are my actions. I'm going to turn over to this loving power that's greater than myself. And that's a daily commitment. And so we won't roll through all the all the steps in this. Um, actually, we're coming up on the on the ten minute piece, but but uh, you know I think this is a, a good jumping off point to say, okay, look, you know, here's a practical approach to the first three steps, right? We examine the evidence in step one. I see that insanity very clearly. We believe that sanity that that the, or insanity in step one. We believe that that sanity is possible in step two. And that there's this loving power that can create this, right? That can architect this in my life. And then step three, it's like, look, I'm making this decision that, that my will, my life, my thoughts and my actions are now under the guidance and under the control, you know, what, what, whatever you know, terms that, that we're comfortable with saying. And the essence of the first three steps, like for me, when I, when I take a step back and I look at this and my experience shows that the essence of the first three steps is simply saying, look, the thinking that got me strung out, the thinking that got my life fucked is not the thinking that's going to deliver me from it. It just isn't. It just isn't. If I boil honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness down, you know, it, it's like this. I need to be honest with you. I need to be transparent, right? The, those spiritual principles that are the foundation of our program, honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness, I need to be transparent honesty. I need to shut the fuck up and listen to what you have to say to me. Carry the message to me. Show me how you do open-mindedness. Then I need to do it. I'm going to put forth some action. Whatever it takes to get a day clean, let me do it. And that's the willingness piece. And so the, the, the last line in the reading is just for today, I would treat my illness with the 12 steps. Really grateful, really grateful that I'm able to work the steps today and experience this freedom. I love you, folk. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. We encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others as we go out into the world. Until next time, we are your hosts, Hannah D. And Douglas L. Namaste and God bless. Mm -hmm.